the story. You know, I understand where you guys are and what's going on. I know a lot of this is new. Some of you guys are coming from respected teams where you're the man, you're that guy on your team, and, you know, you play 100 minutes, you score 1,000 points, X, Y, and Z. This is not what this is, fellas. And the sooner you guys realize is the better. But to be pouting on the bench, making faces, not cheering your teammates on when we're down eight the entire game come back and go up by three and you're not celebrating that i'm gonna tell you something fellas i was that guy i was a hundred million dollar guy i was pouting i was upset when i wasn't playing and i had a bad attitude i went from a hundred million dollars to a league minimum it's a personal story i'm sharing with you guys right now they don't care how many rebounds you get how many threes you make they care about you being as a person are you a good teammate are you a good locker room guy are you someone they can count on each and every night i talked about consistency you play 100% every single time you step on that floor. Consistency, fellas. Consistent. I want to tell you guys a story. On the kill, this is the boy. This is your motherfucking boy, King Known Uncensored. Hey, yo, we going on a little bit of a hiatus. I won't be back until Sunday or Monday, so nigga just need to get away for a second, take a little vacation, something clear his head. But I will be collecting stories and still following. Like if it's some breaking news, though, I'm going live. You can catch me on my King Known NBA and Music Talk YouTube page. You know what I'm saying? Where I drop all my shit. My TikTok is King Known Uncensored. You understand what I'm saying? Got a link tree too, so. Hey, yo! What's good, man? How y'all feeling, man, on this uh, Tuesday morning? I gotta make this last one kind of epic. So, I figured out that Taco Fall is on the Milwaukee Bucks Summer League team crazy i hope he can make that team man yeah all my seven feet one seven feet four niggas seven foot eight niggas you understand what i'm saying yo i hope all my niggas win from taco to wimby to bobo bobon you know what i'm saying all them niggas but I, but that was just very interesting to see um, speaking of Bobo, the Suns are 
the front runners to land Bobo. But we haven't heard anything since that has been reported, though. So the Blazers GM, Joe Cronin, said that, you know, he said he doesn't care if it takes months. You know, we want the right deal. And I kind of figured that that's what the Blazers were going to do. They weren't necessarily going to um, trade Dame. Just like that. Dame isn't a guy that you can just trade. So, um, the Philadelphia 76ers did match um, Paul Reed's three-year, $24 billion contract offer with the Jazz. So, Paul Reed is effectively coming back to Philly. Man. That's a good that's a good, that's that's adding more to that bench depth over there in Philly. Uh Philly could be better, but it all depends on like are they going to trade James Harden or not? It seems like he's been very difficult to trade as well because well, it's very simple as to why James Harden has been uh difficult to trade. It's very simple. He's been on, what, three different teams in three different years? Because, you know, uh, the last couple of years, he was on the Sixers. Before that, he was on the Nets. Then he was back on Houston not too long ago. So that's three teams in four years. When you have a reputation like that, it's kind of hard to move you and hard for teams to believe in a guy that's bounced around the league. tournament is going to work 
Now the in-season tournament will consist of two stages, group play and the knockout rounds. As revealed today, ESPN has outlined all 30 teams have been randomly drawn into groups of five within their conference based on win-loss records from the 2022-2023 regular season. Each team will play four designated group play games, one game against each opponent in its group, with two games at home and two on the road on tournament nights that will take place every Tuesday and Friday from November the 3rd to through the 28th, with the exception of Election Day. The only NBA games will be played on tournament nights will be group play games. Now the knockout rounds, eight teams will announce to the, I mean will advance to the knockout rounds. The team with the best standings in group play in each of the six groups and the two wild cards, the best, the team from each conference with the best record in group play games that finished second in this group. The knockout rounds will consist of single elimination games in the quarterfinals played on NBA team markets Monday, December the 4th and Tuesday, December the 5th. The semifinals and the championship games played in Las Vegas on December 7th and December 9th, respectively. The uh, knockout teams will compete for a prize pool and the new in-season trophy, the NBA Cup. Um, my thoughts on this, this is too fucking complicated. And I feel like the NBA is doing too fucking much, in my personal opinion. I don't think this is actually needed. I mean, the excitement of the regular season is enough. Now, I will give it a chance and see how it turns out. But my early thoughts about reading all that, I feel like that's too complicated. They could have made this easier. You know what What would have been better? You know, um... It could have been, like, on some eight teams battle it out and the top 24 teams play each other it could have been like a sweet 16 type of thing or some shit like that y'all made that shit way too complicated hopefully you know as it comes together, it can be explained a little bit more properly. I mean, I saw the video that Richard Jefferson did, and I still didn't get it. But I feel like NBA is just simply doing too much. Just bottom line. Isaiah Thomas, John Wall, and Dion Waiters are all holding private workouts for NBA teams in Vegas during Summer League. Um... This is cool. I mean, if they want to get back in the league, that's fine. But unfortunately for those three guys, they I feel like they are intentionally phasing out that era of basketball players. You know, everybody that came from John Wall, Isaiah Thomas, Deion Waiters era is gone. You know, the Carmelos, the DeMarcus uh, the Cousins, the Dwight Howards, you know, cats like that. They're all gone. 
I mean, don't get me wrong. I hope the best for these three guys. I want Isaiah Thomas to win a championship. I want John Wall to win a championship. Deion Waiters already had a free ride ring at the Mickey Mouse camp. But I want Deion Waiters to win a real, real ring. <laughs> but um, Isaiah Thomas, I'm going to just be honest. I'm not sure if a championship contender team is going to pick him up. I would assume like a mid-level to a lottery team would pick him up. I mean, I would have loved Thomas to have been on that Denver Nuggets team. I mean, the Denver Nuggets could use him or John Wall even. Deion Waiters, I don't know where he would fit at, to be completely honest. Waiters has game. Don't get it twisted or fucked up. I'm not trying to disrespect Deion Waiters, but I'm not sure, like, if he's a fit on any NBA team right now. I'm going to just be honest with y'all. But I hope the best for those three. Andre Drummond, if you didn't hear my intro, Andre Drummond, you're officially off my shit list. Because I've been rough on Andre Drummond. But I but I but here's the thing though. I haven't lied about Andre Drummond. I haven't lied. I've been completely honest with y'all. Because here's the thing. Andre Drummond's game has never resulted into winning basketball. Let's tell the truth. Let's tell the truth about Andre Drummond. So, on the Pistons, he's 0-8 in the playoffs. When he got traded to Los Angeles, well, actually, yeah, because he got traded to Cleveland first. Then he signed with the Lakers. On the Los Angeles Lakers, he got a lot of pressure put on him, unnecessary pressure put on by Jeannie Buss and the media. They were calling him the next coming of Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. They put a side-by-side of them walking Kareem Abdul-Jabbar into the Lakers organization and Andre Drummond into the Lakers organization. Ridiculous. And this is all because of his rebounding average and his rebounding ability. That's all that this is about was his rebounding ability. Nothing more. Yeah, he rebounded, but those rebounds had zero impact on the game. You have to be honest with yourself. Okay, so on that Lakers team, he went 2-4 and in the playoffs. So that would make him 2-12 and right now. Right? 2-12. and Then he goes over to Brooklyn, gets swept. That would make 2-16 in the playoffs. 2-16 in the playoffs, y'all. Jesus Christ. That's pretty bad. And then the Chicago Bulls last year lost in the playing game. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not placing 100% of the blame on Drummond. I put the Pistons record more so on him. I put the 0-8 portion of that record on him than the other 
losses. Although Drummond was solid in Brooklyn, he still lost. He still got swept alongside Kyrie and Kevin Durant, which is crazy. So you've got a 2-16 playoff record. This guy's not a winner. Never was. He's just a guy that rebounds at a at a decent rate. And now, as he said in the intro, he went from 100 million to making the veteran minimum, which is 3 million. Even though it's a fall, but he didn't have grace to fall from. Let's just be honest with ourselves. And him and all, and, and, and you know, I hated this guy for years because this man just couldn't do something simple, which was win a playoff game with a group of players. You know, I didn't ask Andre Drummond to get out of the first round of the playoffs. I didn't ask Andre Drummond to win a championship. I didn't ask him to get nothing but one playoff game. You had Blake Griffin. You know what I'm saying? He was a solid player. Blake Griffin's first year in Detroit, he was an all-star. He was on the All-NBA third team. That was more than enough help to win a playoff game. And he couldn't even do it. And then when Blake, on one fucking leg, tried to play against the Bucks, they still got swept. Andre Drummond left the homie on stuck. You left Blake Griffin for dead. And then you dipped off to Cleveland. I mean, they traded Drummond to Cleveland. And all they got back was two expiring contracts and two second-round picks. That's like, damn. But, you know, they were cor- but but they were correct though. That's exactly all that Drummond was worth. I couldn't believe that he was an all-star. I cannot believe that somebody voted this man onto an all-star team. That's ridiculous. That was crazy. And then, you know, he was in the dunk contest, too. He did did okay. But that just sums up Andre Drummond's career. Now, him, but one thing I can say about Drummond is I respect Andre Drummond a hundred times more. You want to know why? Because he held himself accountable. And that's why I titled this show Accountability. But I respect him because he he was right. He was that player that was ungrateful, that wasn't wasn't a locker room guy, didn't show love to his teammates didn't cheer on the sideline you know he learned pretty quick I'm pretty sure that he ended up learning that playing alongside DeMar DeRozan Zach Levine Nikola Vucevic Joel Embiid you know um, Kevin Durant Kyrie Irving LeBron James Anthony Davis that's crazy that Andre Drummond has played alongside all these people and still never amounted to shit that's crazy, bro. It's a hell of a resume if you ask me. And to be still 2-16 and 16 in the playoffs? 
Wow. I'm not gonna lie. Dude is kinda bad. Look, I ain't gonna hold you. Because, like, him having that 16 is even more sad because he's been eliminated in every series that he's been in. And if not for Anthony Davis playing in those first four games versus Phoenix, he would have been 0-16. Wow. But, however, despite all that, I'm not going to be as mean to Andre Drummond as I've been in the past because he held himself accountable as a man. And salute to Andre Drummond for that. Um, Victor Wimbyama got his revenge during Summer League, but we'll get to that in a, in a moment. Now, there's a kid on the Philadelphia 76ers Summer League team named DJ Stewart. And from what i seen, this kid's pretty good. He can play basketball. I see why teams are interested in this guy. But the connection that he has is crazy. You want to know what it is? He is the son of R&B singer Danny Boy, who used to be signed to Death Row Records back in the day. That's crazy that, you know, as much as a hip-hop head and as much as a music head that I've been over the years, I did not know this that he, that Danny Boy had a kid in the NBA. This was news to me. Because, you know, the announcers were talking about, oh, he's got musical connections. I'm like, um, how? And come to find out, that's Danny Boy's kid. Whoa, that's a very interesting thing. Let's move on to Victor Wimbenyama's revenge. However, the San Antonio Spurs didn't win that game, but Victor Wimbenyama on on uh on Monday definitely showed out 27 points 12 rebounds three blocks are you not entertained because the media came down to to cra- they talked about Victor Wimbenyama crazy like even like the fans was talking about he's a bust when Victor has to develop and get used to NBA stuff like I've been saying but he got his revenge on y'all and shut y'all the fuck up with 27 and 12 and three blocks he only had one foul that's crazy within itself and he made two three pointers are you not entertained that's all I want to ask y'all Y'all gonna get off that man back? Y'all gonna stop hating on that boy? And the San Antonio Spurs have decided 
to uh, shut down Victor Wimbenyama for the remainder of the um, summer league. And I think it's smart with some of the injuries that, you know, happened to Men Thompson and Scoot Henderson. They don't want their golden goose to get hurt. I completely understand. Now, I can recap some of the things that I saw last night that was really interesting to me. Um, Dallas Mavericks. Um, Derek Lively, you know, I feel like he needs to be a little bit more aggressive on the offensive end. Jaden Hardy still looks good. Oliver Maxson's Prosper looked all right. Just all right. Yeah, that Philly Summer League team is a scrappy bunch, though. Like, they don't have a lot of big, giant names, but shit, DJ Stewart scored 24 points. Damn. Danny Boy's son got game, son. Word. Terquavion Smith he was a prospect last year but he decided to return to college and play another year to get his stock up but he still kind of ended up being a second round pick But this game was uh, very entertaining because, you know, Dallas went on like this uh, big run at the end of the game and came back and won. Yo, Cleveland, them Cleveland boys, them Cavalier boys is crazy with it. Now, there was this young kid shooting. Well, he's not a kid, though. I think he's like 26. The guy's name is Sam Merrill. Sam Merrill has been killing it this summer league. And he's an NBA champion. I did my background check on dude. He was on the Bucks team in 2021 when they won the championship. He didn't get much PT. But he's been playing incredible in the summer league. Him and Imani Bates. have formed a solid duo as they kicked Memphis ass yesterday. 100-77. You know, Denver, I mean, Memphis couldn't just overcome them at all. Like Imani Bates, I called him the steal of the draft. I mean, he was. Like, he's... You know, Merrill had 27 points, shot 8 of 11 from 3. Hey, man, Cleveland, <laughs> y'all got to give this guy a shot. Like, y'all needed some bench scoring bad. And y'all ended up, y'all fucked around and got it in, in today's draft. Yeah, I mean, in, in, in this year's draft. Sharif Cooper? Haven't heard that name in a while. He was a, a first-round pick a few years back. I hope he can find his footing. In this league. 
But the summer league is going to get good. Um, I think I'll be back by the time the uh, championship happens. I believe that is on the uh, 17th. But yeah, that's my summer league talk. Let's get into the last but not least, the stray news. Y'all don't know what's going to happen, B. Let's check this out. Oh, my boy. My boys. Detroit Pistons forward slash center Isaiah Stewart has agreed on a four-year, $64 million rookie contract extension. He signed to Rock Nation Sports. That's dope. Stewart gets the first non-maximum extension for the 2020 draft class. I mean, Detroit is about building a culture. And if they would have gave Stu like $200 million and all that other shit, it would have definitely stunted the growth of chances for us to, you know, get people to come to Detroit. Pause. And I like Stu. Don't get me wrong. I mean, we have a crowded front court. That is a fact. I do understand that. But however, I mean, I like this player. You know, he's hardworking. He hits open threes. Got to work on that defense, though. I'm happy for Beef Stew, man. That was that was insane. That he got paid all that fucking money. But I hate to be the one. Oh yeah. I don't think I talked about this. Um, DeJounte Murray and Rich Paul. Rich Paul got some more money. Hey, yo. DeJounte Murray signed a four-year, $120 million extension with the Hawks. Seems like the Hawks have had arguably one of the best off-seasons this year. They drafted well. They made some good trades. They made some signings. They signed extensions for particular players. It's on and popping. It was on and popping, man. Shout out to the Atlanta Hawks. Last but totally not least, Jamal Murray got disrespected by 2K. They gave him an 84 rating. Jamal Murray been an 84 the last three, four years. Um, Y'all know this man just won a title? And if not for his teammate, um, would have probably been the finals MVP. This man had a triple-double alongside Jokic, who had another triple-double. 
Murray's a 91 at worst. And oh yeah, we got some we got some shit coming soon. We got uh the top 50 NBA players. Uh you know, I worked on that list. I think it might be done, but I gotta double check, you know. I gotta double check to see if this list is good enough to put out. Alright, man. This is King Known Uncensored. Accountability, and I'm gone.